Hey everyone, it's Caleb from Two Dads at Night Podcast. You can reach us at social media at Instagram, Two Dads at Night Podcast, the number two dads at sign N I T E podcast, or Twitter, Two Dads underscore at underscore night N I T E, or you can send us topic suggestions or listener mail to our Gmail account, the number Two Dads at Night N I T E at gmail.com. All right, let's go. We're back. Yeah. After a week and a half off again, we're back. I had vacations. Tell us about it. You were busy as well, I bet. But yeah, no, I took a vacation with my family to Galveston. I went with uh, my wife and Titus, and my in-laws joined us, Lolly and Pop. And then her brother and his wife, Christina, joined us as well. Uh, so we all went together. We met. They came and met us on Sunday. We got there Saturday. Just enjoyed it. We uh, did Moody Gardens. I haven't ever done yeah. that before. So that was really neat. We did the rainforest. Titus loved all of that. We did the aquarium one day. Just hung out out at the beach. Made a lot of sandcastles. Threw the football and frisbee every day, basically, and ate some really good food. And did you go to Guido's? No, no, oh, we didn't. No, saw it plenty of times. No, Miller's we, Landing. Nope, nope. None of the big like staple ones, which yeah. I was kind of surprised. We uh, see, we ate at Hearsay, which is on the Strand. Hmm. We ate at Fishtails, which is on the seawall. I've seen that place. We ate at Rainforest Cafe. That was really cool. How was it? That oh. one's super elaborate. It has a ride. We did the ride nice. with Titus, a little boat ride. Um. I awesome. think the other place. Oh, wait at Mario's uh, Pizza. Is also, it? That's also at the end where like Broadway connects with the seawall. It's like yeah. right there. Kind of like over by the uh, mini putt-putt. No, this one's by the Pareto Beach sign mm. and the Stewart Beach sign. Yeah. Um, but that was that was actually, that was the first night. That was really good. Uh, we didn't do Pleasure Pier and we didn't do the ferry ride, but we did uh, Moody Gardens, which was really awesome. I got a super cool uh shirt it's a uh toss or a throwback to um stranger things it's got a sloth and it says the upside down and it's the sloth hanging on oh that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> had to get that yeah um but yeah so we did all that for what saturday to sun uh, saturday to thursday drove back to tyler and then drove back to dfw in hindsight i should have drove from here because i guess that's the right word hindsight but um from here, it's four and a half hours, and from Tyler, it's four. So I added mm. time by driving to Tyler, and then and it was then four down. hours to Tyler, and then two hours here. So I was like, oh, <laughs> this is more like six hours. But um, yeah, so we did that, and then had softball practice last night, and then went to work today on a Friday. First day of the week, or the only Yuck. day I worked this week. Yeah, well, I needed to. I had a lot to catch up on. My phone died yeah. while I was there. Oh, I, at Galveston? Yeah, I jumped into the pool with it. Um, I had a like a replacement screen done earlier this year, so I didn't have the factory seal, so nice. it died within seconds. Um, 
So I got to spend $700 and pay that one off and then get a new one. So Which one do you end up with? I had the 13 Pro, so now I just have the 14 Pro. Nice. So shout out Steve Jobs yeah, for hooking me up. <laughs> but From uh, the grave. <laughs> yeah, RIP. But, um, he yeah. is dead, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's dead. Um, RIP to the man. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, so we did all that. It was a really fun time. Glad we got to go. Uh, I haven't been to Galveston in like, I think the last time was when I was 14 at oh, most. Wow. That was our like our family's major so almost vacation place ago. oh gosh i know Gross. i just monsters incorporated came out in 2001 i know titus has been getting into it it's crazy it's crazy it's yeah he started getting into monsters university and like yeah. that came out in 2010 or 2013, 2013. yeah it's the 10 year like, anniversary i was like, sitting there that I was is like crazy. no way yeah gross yep yeah galveston's a big uh like with my family that's anytime we would go on a vacation really it was just it was pretty much to galveston oh okay and yeah like that's what um or mini honeymoon uh, oh yeah because y'all y'all docked there and then went on well no we just went to galveston stayed for three days and then came back oh okay yeah Wait. we didn't go on a cruise or anything like that i thought y'all went to we went Scotland. to we did but that was in uh, oh March. that's right that's right Y'all got married in the uh, fall, so. Well, no, we got married in February, but it was snowed in in Scotland, so we didn't Dang. we what didn't go there. Off. But yeah, oh, okay, it's all right. <laughs> as long as I remember, I, I think, think I that's remember. The okay, big... I remember that you remember. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> I, remember. I remember your memories. So, but cool. yeah, it was. I love Galveston. Everybody trashes on the on the beach and everything. Well, yeah, like, we were. What? Yeah, I I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm one of those people from time to time because. <laughs> I've been spoiled by going to like the Caymans and a couple times and yeah, Florida see. a ton when I was a kid. So it's like it's hard to compare. Yeah, um, I've seen crystal clear water maybe three times in my life. Oh, okay, the rest has been Galveston, so I'm used to the the mud, the old lake. Yeah, basically <laughs> it's the lake of the oceans or the lake of the beaches. But yeah. yeah, so and we stayed at the Galvestonian, which is pretty far away from the sea. Well, hmm, about mile and a half away from like the start of the seawall really mm-hmm. um i ran a couple times when we were down there and so oh horrible oh have you Humid. checked the- it was i was oh, dying yeah. i was it was like one of them was like i ran at like 8 30 in the morning terrible mistake because it was already like 400 degrees yep ten thousand percent humidity and the other morning i ran at like 7 30 and it was the same but less heat but same humidity it have you ho- checked horrible. the crime maps it's crazy. The crime map? Yeah. No. <laughs> I so I wouldn't be surprised though. There's some sketchy parts oh, of yeah. Galveston. Whoa, and what's nuts is like there must be nothing to do because I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we looked at the map when we were getting ready to book our hotel and it was literally just like a sliver of the strand that was green. Mm-hmm. Um there were a few other places that were more uh, touristy than the others. Right. And they were green. But then everything else was just maroon. Yeah, like, right behind the seat, right crazy. behind the main drag. Yeah, and the, and off the strand is just like whoa. Yeah. So the Galvestonians yep. away from all that, so it's by itself. That's um, the way to do it. Yeah, it was. I was so glad we were over there because I, I didn't. I, I set my expectations extremely low because I was like, <laughs> it's Galveston. It's I mean, Galveston. Yeah. Like, you're not going to. You can't. You, know. you can't sell me on an amazing adventure. Um, but actually, like I've <laughs> all never those stayed pirates. Over there. Yeah, there are those. Um, 
there's also a drug dealers and <laughs> oh yeah i mean just like <laughs> but yeah every no. crime it was awesome though of. it was it was really good yeah um, i love galveston it needs some love but yeah it was it was a cool place we ate the fishtails that we ate at was right across the street from uh pleasure pier so Ooh. that's where you go and buy your passes but yeah um that was really cool it, it just it was nice to get away nice little break i came back to a mountain of work this morning so i just grinded all day until after five so i got there like at 7 30 and didn't leave till after five i left for about 15 minutes to go to the gas station to get like a water and we i was no they they actually ordered me food because they're like here since you haven't left your desk i was like okay that's nice they ordered me food yeah and usually when one of us goes to the gas station we always grab everybody else something so uh, it was my turn (laughs) <laughs> uh, to go and grab stuff but luckily there wasn't a ton of people at the office but um it was fun that's so, great that's what we did what did y'all do y'all kept you kept our dog we did we kept the dog kept the wonder dog um honestly it was just same old same old for us it was um the church did the that we go to they did a, a buddy thing where you would bring in friends and that was pretty fun. The girls loved that. Uh, my grand or my grandparents, <laughs> their grandparents, um, their neighbor, they have two daughters around the same age as my kids. Yeah. And so we took them and they loved it. Well, they seemed to like it too. Was that on Sunday or? No, that Wednesday? was yesterday. Oh, it was on Thursday? Yeah, it was on Thursday. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause you said you were going to the church. I was like, what are you going to church for? Yeah. Cause I was going to softball, but. Yeah, anyways. it was. I don't. I figured it would have been on Thursday or Wednesday, but. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was that was fun. Uh, tonight, actually, we went to Rainforest Cafe and, and Grapevine. Oh, really? Yeah, awesome. With uh, to go see my dad. Nice. Um, so that was fun. The girls liked that too. Yeah, and Titus got one of those uh, those cups that you get the ices in that you get yeah. the toy on the bottom. Yeah, he got that. That's cool. Yeah, he was, he used the bottom of the cup to scoop out sand and water. Smart. But yeah, this the, Rainforest Cafe's food is is eh. mediocre you go best. you go for the experience atmosphere. and it's yeah. the price is insane yes it's it's that's what i was saying whenever we were on vacation you know like that was one of our more expensive meals and we're sitting there in a rainforest that has a thunderstorm every 20 minutes yep so i have these gorillas and snakes hovering above me hooing and hollering <laughs> Well, I'm over trying here to trying eat. to eat like jambalaya. Yep. That costs thirty six ninety nine. I was like, and it's not what? even made with the right ingredients. I know. I was sitting there. I was like, where? What is this? <laughs> there is a place off the. I had more bell peppers than I did pasta. And see that shouldn't. It was disgusting. Wait, jambalaya? Yeah, it had bell peppers and it had. It looked like they attempted to cut the onion, but forgot to actually cut the end off the onion. So I just had like a blooming onion underneath all of my pasta. Well, shouldn't jambalaya <laughs> be on rice anyway? Or am I thinking of the wrong dish? No, I think some of some jambalaya is made with rice. It's, it's usually pasta though, and like sausage pasta, yeah, a lot of Cajun sauce, a lot of like paprika or whatever. But cayenne, uh, cayenne, yeah. Anyway, it's not really a. But yeah, so well, you food, went to Rainforest Cafe. Channel. You went to Rainforest yeah, yeah, Cafe. Yeah, we did. Nice. I had a python pasta, which uh, I hate mm. snake. So if it was made with actual snake, that's. Perfect. Plus. Perfect. Exactly. I it's saw one an anaconda snake. when we were at Moody Gardens. A full-on nope. Amazonian I'm good. green-bellied 
whatever anaconda is huge. Oh yeah, they're monster massive. I saw a video, and an anaconda was slithering next to a boat, and it was longer than the boat. And that's at that point, if you see a snake that big, just it's time to leave. Just oh, it's time to move hemispheres. Yeah, just go to Ireland. I where see there's no so snakes. many snakes when I ride my bike in the trails yeah and you were saying you ran over a <laughs> moccasin yeah yeah somebody I, i've ridden a lot at night around here there's all like uh don't say anything by lake grapevine so oh, okay yeah see, lake grapevine's fine i yeah, figured lake there's snakes nice, but um it's actually really nice but you'll see copperheads all the time out there at night because they're just laying out on the trail to cool off it's fl- yeah it's yeah. flat because it's so hot but yeah but anyways oh, so that's God. cool no nope. so you saw Napalm. your dad went and napalm Went and saw your dad at a Rainforest Cafe at Grapevine. That's cool. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, it's really just been kind of the same old stuff with us. Just work. Yeah, work. Uh, and are you you're so, hybrid? Like you go in yeah. and work from home? Okay. That's yeah, nice. so I go in two days, at least two days, and then I can work from home three. Nice. That's pretty cool. It's yeah, I love I love my job. Yeah, same. I, I mean, I'm not hybrid, but definitely love my job. Love that I get to go in because um, it's a lot of fun. We have a good time at work. But at least so. they respect you. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, that's just a huge thing. <laughs> right. Uh, well, you haven't been there yet, but yeah, we get, we, uh, it's like, it's definitely very much a team, but it's like a guy's sports team where we're all like always trying to jockey for position and yeah. making fun of each other and everything. But yeah, well, cool. I'm glad we got to, well, at least, be normal and then get a little vacation time and definitely you needed it yeah i think what i just got back from a vacation too not too long ago yeah you need another yeah and i'm going again in august see there There you you go go. that's what we do we take vacations but anyway it's summer but while we were while we were on a another small hiatus man doozy did the world did the internet uh explode no kidding with new information and it's about water kind of i know so yeah we got to galveston saturday and then all the news started on sunday about our subject subject matter for today uh-huh. i see what you did there yeah sub subject matter yeah okay probably too soon yeah but not to make light of the situation because it's very, that's true very it's crazy a, it's a very dark dark story but yeah so today we're gonna dive in if you haven't already picked up on you're just on top of things. i know i'm i honestly am saying this without meaning it so no pun intended on any of this stuff <laughs> but um we'll go right into there you go <laughs> today's subject of ocean gate and what all has gone on in the last is that what they're calling it days. ocean gate or is that well, that's the company the company see yeah. that's the thing that's so that's another okay so yeah. just to start off with the weird coincidences, how every time, like Pizzagate, where it's it's the yeah. subject of... Deflategate. Yeah, Deflategate. Watergate. And now you have Oceangate, but that's the actual name of the company. Yeah. No, so yeah, Oceangate, um, if, if you haven't heard or, or have not been looking at the news or on your phone at all, there was a terrible accident that happened where a submersible um, through the company Oceangate was set to explore the Titanic, and while on its way downward, um, or upward, well, most likely going down yeah, the depth, mm-hmm. uh, there was a catastrophic event that led to the implosion of the vessel. 
Um, and there were five people on board uh, that we'll, we will talk about tonight. But, um, yeah, don't want to make light of it at all. It's terrible because five people lost their lives. Families are broken up now. and Yeah. Well, it's just a terrible, terrible situation. When one of the families lost, lost two people. Yeah. Even though now now I'm hearing that the, the – so it was a father and son. I'm hearing the son wasn't on board. Huh? Right. Because he, well, he had two sons. One of them went. And see, that's, I think, where people are getting confused. Yeah. Is one of the sons was in at a concert. Oh, you're thinking and, of, yeah. And another son was with him. And I think people are like, oh, well, what are you talking about? No, he's at a concert. He's fine. No. Right. The one was with him. He went, uh, went a, an aviation mogul went. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gentleman that in question, or not in question, but the the father and son, he was a um, investment guru in yeah, he Pakistan. was a Pakistani American or a British Pakistani businessman. Yeah, yeah, so let's let's go over to the five that were yeah, let's lost. Do it. So there was um, so the pilot of the vessel was Stockton Rush, who was a CEO um, for Ocean Gate. There was Hamish Harding. He's a, Brit- a British businessman. Um, he's the aviation guy. Yeah, he's gone over. Pay- he's a pilot and a space tourist. He went on Blue Origin last year with Jeff Bezos, which is crazy. He's he, gone to both poles. He's and, done a deep sea dive. He's, yeah, he's done it before. Went to like Marianas Trench. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he he didn't go all the way down. But, no, but he saw it. But he's been or there. Or at least said he um, went. There was, um, so the father and son was. Oh, I'm gonna butcher these names, Go but it was it. Shazada and Solomon Daywood. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the British. He was a British Pakistani businessman, uh, and his son, who was I think was only 19, which yeah. is pretty sad. And then yeah. Paul Henry Nargalet, which if you know anything about the Titanic, he has been one of the leading explorers and researchers for everything Titanic. He's been there, I think, over 30 times. This is his 38th. Yeah, was over. Yeah, 38 times yeah. to explore the Titanic. Um, he was uh, he's a French diver and Titanic researcher. Um, when what's uh, crazy is James Cameron. I think it's James Cameron who made or is it mm-hmm, James mm-hmm. Cameron? Um, yes. He apparently is now world renowned in the sub community. Um, yeah, because he's helped develop from, this stuff. Yeah, he developed a submarine that he would use to go to the Titanic and film for movies or documentaries, you know, what have you. And he said that he and the Frenchman were very close. He he even spoke to him like a week or two ago, right? Um, just kind of catching up, and they were going to meet after this. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were apparently very close, right? And it's yeah. just it's crazy how small the world can get when bad things like this happen, right? Yeah. So they were. I'm not sure what the requirements are to get on the vessel. Other than the price tag being two hundred fifty thousand dollars a seat, which yeah. is not really a seat, it's just a oh, it's a, a flat tube. You're surface. in a tube, yeah, yeah. You're you're inside the submersible. It's not a submarine. It's a submersible because it doesn't have thrusting capabilities, no big motors, anything. It can't actually bring itself to surface. Well, it can bring itself to surface, but it can't like push itself through to be able to, you know, pulse through the water quickly right. or anything like that. Um, so yeah, they went down. And it's, it's, I was looking at it as like two-hour trip just to go down to depth. And so the, the depth we're speaking of is 13,000 feet, um, a little over 3,000 meters. 
Uh, and if you're when you're at the bottom where the Titanic is, which I didn't realize how close it was to North America, which yeah, I didn't crazy. either. Like they almost made it. Nine hundred nautical miles off Cape Cod. Yeah. Um, what is that? The Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, over there it gets super frigid cold down there. So not only they're trying to battle like depth and pressure because that at at depth the pressure is over fifty five hundred psi which is insane to think yeah, of yeah it's nuts um because if you ever aired up a tire on your car that's only 32 32 to 35 and if you hear that thing go off it's insane so mad the pressure is you can't comprehend that type of pressure whenever it goes off but anyways um so they're going down it takes about two hours the titanic's twelve thousand five hundred feet down uh, very deep part of the ocean the submersible has different viewing points on board so whenever it go down it has like a porthole or is that right yeah the, what's the front of the the bow this is the front of the forward and aft that's all on okay so yeah so there's a a window not a large window because it's got to be you know pressurized it's gonna be super thick um to go down it has different screens for monitoring like depth temperature stuff like that um it's controlled with a controller which the controller that's itself is, con- controversy. is insane. I'll, if you've yeah. ever seen anything robotic that's been driven down or even man that's gone down to depth, it's always wired or bolted in. This Not was, Bluetooth. This was wireless, which is another red flag. But in the tube itself was constructed from carbon fiber, carbon fiber, five inches thick. It weighed over 20,000 pounds or 27,000, 21,000 or 27,000 pounds. Yeah. So it's extremely heavy and durable, like... Well, carbon fiber is definitely durable, but is it that durable? Right. And that was kind of leading up to some of this is that a lot of these systems hadn't been tested at depth yet. Like as far as like oxygen goes, pressure. When um, there was a gentleman that you sent me, um, who was a a 20 year sub vet from the U S Navy. And he was looking through the website and looking at the pictures specifically of Titan, which is the submersible in question. And I mean, he was rattling off things that were blatantly missing. And he's like, any submarine or submersible must have these things. Right. Like, uh, you know, an oxygen rate, you know, to see how, how well, or, um, how, how much oxygen is in, yeah, what all gases it can yeah, filter itself. Like exactly. not only oxygen and hydrogen, but, but carbon dioxide, you carbon know, carbon monoxide. Yeah, yeah. all kinds of. You gases. don't want super oxygen rich because that's how fire, like electrical fire. That's what happened. At, he and referenced Apollo back to 1. Apollo One that it was so oxygen rich that whenever the fire started, it just sucked engulfed. all the oxygen. Yep. So because as when, we all know, fire breeds off of and, oxygen. Yeah. Yes. So, um, but <laughs> yeah. Then, so he was. He had a lot. Of, he raised a lot of good points. Whether. Yeah. And not the the systems were developed enough to be able to, you know, accurately filter and safely filter all the different types of gases inside, whether or not the depth would be, or whether or not the structure could survive in depth, or it could, because they said, as we've all seen too, that, you know, they had at least 96, 70 to 96 hours of oxygen in the submersible to survive, but that had never actually been tested only stockton rush the ceo theoretical. has ever gone down in it yeah. and um then it was one person it wasn't five so if you well, got five people breathing especially in a panicking mode 
it's going to totally be sucking in wind quick. Yeah. yeah. When they they claim that it was rated for four thousand or four thousand, yeah, four thousand meters, but it had never gone that deep before because right. it only stops. It's made a trip to the Titanic uh, before, mm-hmm. but it would never go past that four thousand benchmark right. or really anywhere close to it. So I think yeah. they use that four thousand as like a safety net of oh, it can go well past the Titanic, but we're only gonna go to the Titanic. Right. Um, right. I what I think happened is probably there was just stress fractures throughout the fuselage that nobody was really checking for. Right, that you can't see. That you can't see unless you have the proper equipment or that you have equipment on board that is basically learning from the submersible, hey, there's this point is starting to react a different way to the pressure than other points, so we need to surface and fix it. Mm-hmm. Because those are absent, you go down to that depth and you have what happened where it imploded pretty right. pretty quickly. I mean the the submersible itself is not like it was like put together so rapidly. Oh it was, no, I mean, it was it, it was, was developed well, through, yeah. through NASA University of and Stockton Rush actually like he has a degree in from aeronautical, Princeton. Yeah. Uh yeah, in aerospace whatever and then yeah. also got um a masters from Berkeley. Yeah. To follow that up. But yeah, it was developed through University of Washington and NASA at hand, like developing the materials and getting them correctly done. Um, both of the caps were properly you know, sealed. Yeah, it was insane. Like watching the videos and how it was actually constructed was really interesting and how yeah. they layered the the um, carbon fiber itself, which the guy that we were looking at raised a good points by how it's not supposed to be <laughs> rolled across the way it was. It's supposed to be I don't know how you would pat. I mean, I don't, I don't know carbon fiber really enough to speak on how it's supposed to be woven, but um, he had raised some concerns about that. What I'm curious about is both the Stockton um, gentleman and several on board were avi- aviation related, and he himself uh, wanted to be an astronaut. But it didn't work out, so he decided to be an aquanaut, or if that's even a word. Yeah. But he wanted to be in the ocean instead. Right, yeah. But what I think is interesting is that in space, or at least the higher you get in Earth's atmosphere, the less pressure you have. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like he was approaching that kind of situation going down to the ocean with the mindset of, no, I'm going in space, but you're not. Right. You need to make sure that these it's a things different can beast. Exactly. It's a totally different beast. You need to make sure that your vessel can withstand the medium of water. The deeper you go, the tighter it's going to get. It's not like space where the higher you go, you have different pressures that you need to worry right. about. And I think in, that's what they're explaining. Like in theory, they had explained like how both the end caps were done on the vessel itself. It's like, well, the further down it goes, the pressure is tighter. So technically. The points of contact, or points where pressure would be, would technically be extremely tight, but they yeah. hadn't been tested. So no, and, and what another thing I saw that they he had done like so many different like exploratory trips in it already at like different depths. So some of it could have been fatigue on the vessel itself. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I think is going on is that it just was nobody was really and I this is it's all hard hearsay. to monitor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's, it's hard to monitor. It is. You can't see, especially in the color that they used, and they they encased it with. Um, it almost looked like a 
silver or something. But it's hard to see internally the the cracks within carbon fiber. Right, yeah. At least metal. Until failure. Until failure, exactly. Metal, I mean, there's a great scene in, uh, I don't know how accurate it is, but I love the scene in Down Periscope. I'm sure you haven't seen it. Nope. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, actually a movie that most people haven't seen. But there's a scene where they're in a World War II submarine, and a guy used uh, a stick of gum and like um, clothes wire mm-hmm. and put either end on the sides of the, the submarine. And as they were going down, the, the wire started to bend in and kind of like become loose. Mm-hmm. But it was tight when he put it up originally. Just oh, to illustrate how much yeah, pressure. Yeah. I'm curious if you were to do that to the carbon fiber, because it's not really as flexible as steel is. Oh, yeah. It can become very brittle. Right. And is it just going to be tight the entire way? Because you don't want yeah, that. You want something to work with. It doesn't move like metal, where metal will bend into right. shapes or, you know, flex. Carbon fiber doesn't flex; it shatters exactly whenever it moves. Well, like take the Golden, Golden Gate Bridge, where if you ever watch it on a windy oh, day, yeah, it'll yeah. rotate, it'll shift, yep. it'll shift. It's that's what it's de- it's designed to adapt to the surroundings that right. you're in. Carbon fiber is pretty non malleable; like right. it's it's just your carbon fiber. That's it. Right. Once you're in position, you don't move from position. Right. Position. Um, yeah, it was that was crazy. Another thing that really um, that guy that brought up in a really good video is that. Um, as far as like being able to get out of the vehicle itself, there were there there's not a latch or a door frame or opening window per se or some some type of way to exit the vehicle from within. Once you're in, like when you get inside, you're bolted in, yeah. and that's that's, that's it. it. You go down and you don't get out until the outside lets you out. And it's again. Which is a huge, another big red flag, which yeah. I guess, obviously, we don't know the design and the science behind, like, why that was chosen, but... I think it was because it would it resembled a space capsule. Right. I think his love of space, it, it shone through his work in submersibles, mm-hmm. and that's one of the unfortunate ironies, is that he, he was under the same... Um, faults as apollo one yeah that they they bolt they were bolted in had they not been bolted in and saw witnessed the fire potentially they would have been at least able to act, open the access point right and i think some of it could be too is like whenever you're adding anything with a hinge you're adding more stress points yeah so that's true you're trying to eliminate that which i understand and you could people argue is like well submarines have uh doors that you know as you see in the movies they just move the giant wheel but submarines don't go below like 1500 feet when this isn't a submarine yeah it's a submersible like it just goes down mostly unmanned but there are manned ones um that have gone down to depth but yeah so speaking toward just the the hole being bolted in the reason could be uh, you know eliminate some pressure points yep and that's a that's a pretty good reason um i just think it's to me, it's a huge red flag. It's yeah, like, I wouldn't assign that. I'm paying two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I want a door. When <laughs> that was what was interesting that I saw on, I think it's Josh Gates. He's uh, one of my, he's one of my favorite, you know, adventure. Yeah, the, guys. the guy from what is it? Uh, Discover. Um, I think it's, it's Discover- on History Channel or Discovery yeah, Channel. 
probably discovery. history. Uh, it may be either discovery. way. It, yeah, he has a show where he does this kind he of discovers stuff. Discovers different places, uh, mm-hmm. unearths things. Uh, yeah, I, and I he had actually the... met Stockton Rush. He had been working with him for years. And well, apparently he didn't go because of, of safety. safety. Can, yeah, but before they left, he said, "You know, good luck on your on your trip. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're doing it. That kind of stuff." Because let's face it, if this if this worked then it would be one of the few instances of a private organization offering um, passenger passenger submers- or submarine views of right. anything. It's they just w- like Blue Origin. It, right, exactly. It's just underwater instead. And yeah. they wanted to go far deeper than the, just the Titanic. They wanted to do uh, – I was reading um, an article he did back in 2013, and he wanted to go see uh, deep vents – and yeah you know the sky was the limit had this worked right yeah but and that's probably why he went on it so yeah this played more than just like let's go see the titanic this was research ongoing so you can use it for future development of material and vehicle or vessels whatever it may be that you know companies and organizations will develop for multiple people maybe more than five at a time to go down, which, I mean, you, you can go, like, whenever you're on, like, cruise ships, you can see those excursions where you get to ride those little underwater bikes. This is it's, it's I mean, similar, but this is extremely different at the same time, where it is definitely underwater, and they want you to enjoy it, but it's, like, this is taking it to a much higher level of risk, and yeah. it's, like, high risk, high reward type deal. But what's interesting is that this is the kind of stuff that's needed to get to the point where you have where you have um, underwater bikes, like you need the uh, and, and you it's need unfortunate. The it. Well, you need the science, but you also kind of need the tragedies. So you learn. Oh, yeah. Next time, let's not make it with carbon fiber. Let's try stainless steel. Right. You know, whatever. Which um, it was like a it was it's it was a one off. Like right. This was its. Uh, it's not like a production line their, thing. No, even within their own company, they have other submersibles, but they they're were all made different. completely different. Yeah, yeah they're exactly. All different. They're exploratory, and it even yeah. says that on the waiver, like this is an exploratory. It's an experimental aircraft. Test. Like you know, it's like we're yeah. going down. Exactly. So you're signing away. You're like you, I mean, re- hearing people or reading off the the uh, waiver was insane. Oh yeah, it's like what's written is is nuts, and the unfortunate thing is. He should have been classified as a as a test pilot, um, and honestly, there shouldn't have been other people. Like it should still be within testing phases. Yeah, for it, sure, it shouldn't be because I, well, I think they had said they had tested it for the last summer and a half or two years, two summers, something mm-hmm. like that. Because there's a very small window when they can actually go down to depth at the, where it's the Titanic is located, just because of weather and conditions. Because there's undertows. Oh yeah, currents, all kinds of stuff that's going on. So it's not just like let's go out in the middle of the ocean and drop anchor. No, you, it's not. As the simple anchors as don't that. go that far. Okay, right, so right. We're not just hanging out to hang out. But yeah, so yeah, it, and I, there's and, risk involved in yeah. every part of it. It's not just a let's see what we can do. Yeah, you're right. And as as soon as I said that it should still be under testing, at some point it won't be. Right and. Yeah, I guess they just felt comfortable to the point where they weren't going to have it under testing, it, and unfortunately, it it still yeah. failed. Um, but I mean, it's no different than every test aircraft we've ever done. Every, mm-hmm. I mean, Elon Musk is still blowing up on launch pads, right? 
the only difference is is he he realizes don't have people in it exactly um yeah it's it's just very unfortunate that it happened but this is the kind of thing that happens when you especially when when you get into uh into this kind of area of exploration is you're going to have loss of life Mm-hmm. At some point, you're, at some point, Elon Musk is going to have to answer the same questions that this guy would or this company now has to answer because right. there's going to be somebody sitting on a launch pad that blows up. Right. It's just it's the name or of the game. Bezos is uh, Blue Origin. Yeah. I mean, uh, it. Uh, one day we will wake up and say, oh, and see, you know, just debris scattered across Nevada because something right. went wrong with one of these one of these, you know, events. Yeah, so I wanted to like jump into some of like the interesting things that were actually tied to this. Um, some of it being like the timeline. Um, so they en- ended up like so everybody like whenever you get there, you have to take the um, like the mothership or the support ve- support ship out. Um, you know who monitors and watches over. You know, it's another thing too, it's not like they don't have radios in there. You can't contact, you can't yeah, speak they, whenever you're after death. Specifically. You lose, you lose communication. So that's a known risk. that was risk. intentional. Yeah, that I'm was like, a known what? risk. So, what? Um, but yeah, they ended up going down on Sunday, yeah. uh, trying to get down there. Um, well, did you see early. what the Navy said today? No. The Navy said that they, they knew it imploded on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Once contact was gone, yeah. Yeah. Well, they heard a noise within the ocean um and that noise oh. matches signatures of implosions before oh wow and so from then on from sunday until now they they knew that it imploded they just they wanted to get enough information to kind of back up their claim before they went to the public and said it imploded just in case it didn't right but yeah they were pretty certain it did yeah so it went down and then pretty quickly you know like we i said earlier it takes about two hours to get down there and like an hour 45 communication was lost yep um but they're still monitoring because they they know that's part of the risk where they'll lose contact uh, but it's not like you know you have walkie talkies because walkie talkies can't even go at that level or at that depth for one um but they didn't like so they went down they didn't hear anything which they thought was normal or hour 45 yep they assumed everything was okay no news is good news type deal Mm -hmm. um and then they were waiting around they they knew it was supposed to come back in i think like let's see like seven hours it should pop back up because you go down you hang out for a couple like a couple hours three at most exploring titanic surrounding areas debris fields everything like that and then you ascend Mm -hmm. so time comes around um eastern time like what seven o'clock nothing nothing happens they don't no communication still no sign of titan so they go ahead and just continue to monitor um then several hours after that so already past seven p.m then they finally let the coast guard know like hey we haven't heard anything yep we have no detection no communication we don't know where the submersible is uh well we have an idea of where it is but we don't know like we can't actually locate it and the one of the crazy things that i just as a company i don't see flying um was the fact that he specifically said 
I don't want radios because I was sick and tired of listening to the chatter. The yeah. chatter. They wanted updates constantly. He wanted yeah. to be able to just explore and on his own, and it, that's fine. You need to build your own personal submarine and do that. <laughs> right. Not you whatever. have lives in your hands. Right. Exactly. Um, and that's another. That was another red flag where like they didn't have a backup plan for not being able to communicate. Nothing. They didn't have a backup plan for really. In, I mean. So the, the only thing I did know, though, was that it did have seven different ways of resurfacing. Apparently not. Considering it, if nothing had happened. Right. Because they even yeah. said, like, there was a... Earlier on when this was being developed, I think a CBS reporter had went in and learned a lot about... He went and met Stockton, got in, it went down for a minute. But even his journey got cut short because of problems with communication. He was only... I think he said like a few hundred feet down and they had to come back up. But That's crazy. Um, he had said like there was multiple ways for it to come up even when like there's no electricity on the vessel, it would still surface, had different counterweights and stuff like that. Even if it could detect if people were passed out in the vessel itself, it would still rise. That's Which I, that to me, I was like, dang. That's cool. It's all well and good, but if I can't talk to anybody, if you still have a structural failure, yeah, right. I mean, insane. Yeah, and the fact that the only controlling method to at least control your depth of going down was a Logitech twenty nine ninety nine controller off Amazon that was Bluetooth, and the gentleman that you had mentioned before, or we we had mentioned before anyway, uh, was like, "Why isn't this wired?" Right. He I mean, he didn't have a problem with the controller. Yeah. Plenty of things are controlled. Exactly. With joysticks and everything. You get in a helicopter, it's a massive joystick. Well, I mean, the Navy now uses Xbox 360 controllers. The only thing is is that they're wired. Wired. You because plug it's it a, in. It's an unbreakable connection. Yep. So, I mean, even whenever, like, I remember when Aaron was working, uh, teaching online, they are like, do you have, uh, are you hardwired in? And I was like, well, our Wi-Fi is up and down 500 megs. Like, what? It shouldn't matter. Like, no, you need a hardwire connection so yeah, it doesn't need break. Land. Yep. Yeah, I was like, well, that makes sense. So now it's like, this is even more important that you don't do wireless stuff. Yeah. Only for like personal use. Again, not, yeah. not major. Yeah, these not are major vessels that that carry people, other people, other than which yourself. I mean, some people argue like you know, planes have autopilot. Yeah, but they still have two humans there, and they they can control the, it itself. Right. Oh, and the, the, really, with autopilot, it's. I mean, I'm against autopilot to to the extent that they are now. I mean, the planes can land in themselves practically, and that terrifies me. Yeah. I think the pilot should always have the hand on the stick. But like you were saying, at least there's a pilot there, and a lot of these planes are fly by wire, and so, you know, you 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 flying you're flying anyway. And you have autopilot on. If you notice the smallest mistake, you're there to correct it. Right. Yeah. You notice a small mistake on a Logitech, but then the controller dies. What are you going to do? Right. You're screwed. Yeah. The gentleman that we watched, he was pointing out a lot of different reasons why the controller wouldn't make sense. You know, yeah. loss of connection, battery life issues. I mean, all the normal stuff you would start I get checking stick drift. off. Yeah, I mean, my my Xbox at the house, and I'm casually playing a video game, and I'm not touching the controller, and I'm walking off a cliff. Right. What happens if you have stick drift on a submarine or right, a submersible? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I thought A was thrust, and you figure <laughs> out A is to release or yeah. to drop counterweights and go up. Because you can't just ascend extremely fast at that depth. you got to oh, take no. your time. Yeah. And There's then you different can't... reasons for that, too, because yeah. pressure changes. The bends. 
I yeah. Mean, we have words for these things. Yeah. yeah. So there's so much that went into it. And a lot, another point that he, that he made was the team that Stockton had assembled to oversee and develop this strategy and yeah. vessel. And this is my, I think this is probably my biggest critique of it all is, is what we're about to Yeah, go discuss. ahead. Yeah, oh, dive okay. in. Well, I mean, you were. No, no. You're going. You go. I'm going to let you rip off. Okay. So my biggest thing is, well, first I should explain what his his rationale is. Right. He wanted to hire, um, you know, fresh from college. Young minds. Young minds. Y- exactly. Young minds. Young. Um, talented young, individuals. Ta- talented. I mean, these. it's not like we're talking about people he saw on hollywood boulevard and was like yeah, you know what degree in spanish uh, yeah exactly or theoretive or you know interpretive dance yeah Th- these people they are credited they do have um degrees in related fields but they are not experienced they don't have the proper training um but the reason why he wanted to hire these people is so that other youth can look at his company and say you know what I can work for these guys. They're they're inspirational for me. Yeah. Look at what they they're accomplishing. I mean, they just went down to the Titanic in a carbon fiber, you know, yeah, submersible. This is cra- it's innovation. You know, he's he's believing that he was on the just tip of the spear when it came to the new age of science. Which is fine. Which, yeah, exactly. Every industry needs that. We need fresh of, blood of young talent that comes in and you know reinvigorates people to look into things but that's why apprentices apprenticeships exist yeah. there's a reason why there's old and like it was quoted as saying he didn't a want a reason. bunch of old white-haired men in there yeah white-haired men in there dictating how this should go but and it made several people walk because it was like oh yeah that would have made me the first time i heard that i was like that is the dumbest thing you could possibly say because these old hair or these white-haired men have been through the, probably the situation he was going through more times than he had. Right. And well, like for instance, the the gentleman we were watching, the twenty year submarine vet. There's no telling what contingency plans he w- would run through on a daily basis on that submarine. Right. That may or may not have saved that submersible. And yeah. the fact that, and he actually, the gentleman we were watching brought up a pretty great point is the his belief and why he actively sought out these younger generations. It wasn't for optics. It wasn't to look good or to be inspirational because let's face it, you're going to Titanic as a private organization. That's inspiration enough. Yeah. He thinks that more than likely what was going on is you had the old guard saying you're an idiot when they looked at this submarine and saw all that's flaws, everything that was wrong with it. And then would present, you know, whatever they felt, would correct these errors, but because they were so steadfast in their ways, they were like, no, you know what? We're going to go with structural engineers who are right out of college, who probably only, uh, only seen anything like this, right? Haven't seen, well, haven't seen anything like what they were looking at and any failure they witnessed were in simulations. They weren't in reality in real world. Right. Because I mean, a computer can is great. They're, they're fantastic at, at, training you know whatever you need to train for but until you get behind the wheel or behind the stick of a plane you know behind whatever you're doing you haven't done anything right just because you're 
you know, oh, I have it's 800. more like the shock value, too. It's like, it's yeah. like you want to join me on this adventure to go to the Titanic, develop cutting-edge technology to go down at depth, explore, come back successfully, and to, you know, grow a following, a company, whatever it might be. Which, I mean, to some, I mean, we're stretching it thin in some regards, but that's not out of the question yeah, at all. Yeah, no. I mean, th- let's face it. Had this been successful, they would be doing it again next month. Yeah. Like, I would be, if this was a successful trip and you just pocketed um, 250000 a chair or, you know, a seat, then you could fund your entire project with just, you know, pleasure cruises down to the Titanic every quarter or any place for that matter right i, I mean, mean now it's literally like, the well, world we can is go your this anywhere. far now we can go see because there's all kinds of different things to see at depths yeah around the world but but because he didn't hire and more importantly he may not even need to hire the people because he didn't listen to the right people yeah there was failure right or at least partially because he didn't listen to the right of course there's other aspects that caused this to go on and Let's face it. I mean, it just may have been bad luck yeah. that he hit the one pocket of uh, of current, current, yeah, current that, that just slammed him into a wall, or you know, we don't know what was. No one will know around. what happened in no. however far he went down. Because if they had lost communication at an hour forty-five, at that point they should be very close to the Titanic within, I would say, less than two thousand feet. Apparently, people were worried that they were actually within the Titanic. Right, yeah, the, stuck the, in the debris. Yep. Because, like we said, like the the submersibles don't have the capability to thrust away from things. Like they can, the little tiny fans can move them around, but they can't necessarily. It's not like a submarine's got massive propellers on the end or like a ship or anything like that. Yeah. Um, they use small motors, you know, to conserve energy as well, because you know they're having life form inside. Um, so yeah, it could have got stuck there. It could have got stuck in a ghost net that was just cut off from fishing. There's so many different Outcomes. avenues of what yep. could actually have happened. Um, so yeah, that was a major red flag. Was obviously the design and crew behind Titan itself. Another when, one, or what were you saying? I was just gonna. Could you imagine being one of these guys, one of these these crewmen who were like, yeah, who now I'm definitely a level of guilt for sure. Oh but yeah, some degree too. It's like. Not all the blames on them. No, there's not there shouldn't be any blame at all. But still, it's like no. This is like I said. This is what happens in scientific progress. Is yeah. there's going to be loss of life. There's it's failure. Just, could you imagine different levels? So. Knowing that you worked at least worked on like the one structural engineer guy. You know yeah. he's got to be like, what did I do wrong? And it's scouring through his notes, yeah. and it may just been who bad. Know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, the weight of it can't be. You can't imagine it for them, hopefully. I mean, some piece for them in some regard, but... Do you want to talk about the weird weird coincidences? I saw the picture on your phone. Yeah, that too, but also um, another thing that... Another major red flag is whenever there is something of this origin, a big thing to keep in mind is that there aren't other ones that can do this. So whenever something like this goes down, you can't send another one to just go pick it up mm-hmm. you're talking massive weight matt like it's, you can't just go down and pull stuff up i don't know if you've ever like just try to put like a a small piece of wood down at depth 
I don't know, underneath your feet in the lake, an open lake, try to pull up quickly. It doesn't come up very fast. No. Because it's got to disperse water. There's weight behind it. Water weighs a lot in itself. So um, there are not many around the world that can even go to that depth alone. So if they were trying to, if you're thinking like, why can't we just bring in the ones that have gone down before? It's like, it does not work like that. You can't just go attach like a winch to one and then just somehow drag it out. At that point, you're like you're hoping you can, hoping you can at least recover the vessel. They had already ruled that out. It's like if you're gonna do something like that, the people on board will more than like 99% are gonna perish. But we could mm-hmm. recover the vehicle itself. Yeah, well, and, and so that's another just a big red flag. I think it was worth pointing out because when it goes to the the structure of the vessel too, is you had mentioned that there's no escape hatch or no other. Uh, auxiliary hatch that you could use to escape, to get out of it right so you you know there's that scene in um hunt for red october where you had that theoretical sub that would mate with the larger sub that you needed to go on yeah and it would be used to transport you know two or three guys from one submarine to another um and but you know of course that was theoretical however if there was something that existed that exists, I should say now that resembles what was depicted in hunt for October, that would be useless anyway, because there, you couldn't park anywhere near the submersible because you wouldn't be able to get in. Yeah. And so you would, if we did deploy that for whatever reason, they would literally just be watching these people. Yeah. It'd be helpless. If you're yeah. there doing your best, but you can't, you, you couldn't can't get do anything. In yeah. Especially at pressure. You can't release any type of, valve or anything like that it would just immediately implode so yep there's a lot just behind that but um i think it's worth saying like i mean the story's kind of already concluded where we know that they've perished you know that the debris yeah. field has been found because we were originally going to do this what on wednesday wednesday or thursday yeah when i got back so yep. yesterday and so we we hadn't known we hadn't known yet just yet but it broke yesterday morning hey a debris field it's concluded. We know where it's at. We've put. We have eyes on it. We've seen it. They did bring in another uh, a rover to come down, an unmanned rover to go down and see the debris field. They saw part of the bow. Mm-hmm. They were able to actually, you know, see. Like, yep, that's consistent with the material that was on it. And the docking skids. Yeah, it's like that was that was it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, some some of the interesting things behind it that some of the family members involved. Which, you know, condolences to the families because oh, yeah. this is huge. Like, these are very important people, not only just because they're business people and very wealthy or whatever. You know, it's human life. It's Well, and the fact that you ha- you're going to have this in our news for weeks. Yeah, and it'll always be a reference point, too. Yep. Whenever and anybody tries to do something similar, it's like, well, remember what happened to... Well, now anytime somebody says Titanic around them. Yeah, Even exactly. if it's just a movie that they're switching... You know, they're, they're watching TV and they're going, and then TBS is showing Titanic. They're instantly going to think of their family member. Yeah. Through Which no is, fault of anyone. It's terrible. It's like Titanic's already, already remembered had, for the catastrophic, catastrophic failure it was originally. And now it's like. When that was. This is another instance where the same thing, just to explore it, was also a terrible event. When it's almost the, the dark irony of it is you have a captain who just refused to listen to this first mate mm-hmm. and just, you know, he was warned that there's ice ahead and the captain was like, no, it's an unsinkable ship. We full steam ahead. Right. 
and you know the ocean is a different beast 120 years with it 120 years later you have another captain who almost has the same mindset as the original one and yeah you know what no we're in a it's not per se unsinkable but i have faith in this let's go down to it Mm -hmm. I, i believe we can make it and we have lost a life again. Yeah. In the same exact area. <laughs> Literally. Sad, terrible yeah, stuff. Yeah, it really is. Um, but yeah, so let's jump into some of the interesting ties that we saw from the family members. Um, did you have any off the top you wanted to mention? Uh, just a few. So the um, Indian gentleman, or the Pakistani, excuse me, Pakistani guy, because I know that they they will take offense in our one Indian listener Right. He would yeah. hate us. Um, but he was part of SETI, the search for extraterrestrial life, mm. um, which, I mean, I'm not saying that any of this is connected, but I just think it's interesting that... Some interesting facts. Yes, interesting facts. Um, one of the things is that SETI, or that well, SETI believes um, that the ocean could be teeming with extraterrestrial life as well. So part of me is like... Yes, you probably went on to see the Titanic, because who wouldn't? But I wouldn't... You know, he's in the back of his head thinking, come on, E.T. You can also see something else. Yeah. Um, He was also part of the World Economic Forum, which Mm. is a group that um, we may do a a show on, because there's quite a bit to talk about. But effectively, they kind of... They're one of the groups that people claim are guiding our world in terms of uh economics like they for instance before covid said that people should invest in vaccines and then 2019 happened and then 2020 our vaccines came out and so everybody's like wow that's kind of Mm -hmm. interesting timing um and i bring it up only because during the titanic there was a family who was against the creation of the Federal Reserve, and at the time, he was actually the richest man on Earth. And the Federal Reserve was created in twenty, wait, twenty, in nineteen fourteen, I believe. He was killed in nineteen thirteen. Um, but the big thing was that uh, Rockefeller, you know, all these major tycoons yeah. who were for the creation of the um, Federal Reserve. They all had tickets, and there were correspondents to this gentleman who they were basically saying, hey, let's, I can't wait to see you on, on board. It's going to be so much fun. But then they all pulled out, and he went on. And so right. like, there's a huge conspiracy that the Titanic was sunk intentionally for one man. Sheesh. And that one man, had he made it to New York, he was going to protest the creation of the Federal Reserve. And of course, when the Titanic sunk, you know, years later or some time later, anyway, the Federal Reserve was created, and now we're off the gold standard. Yeah. And so, like, it, it's just it. It's one of those interesting things that, again, is a dark irony where one guy was uh, linked to kind of uh, protesting the creation of one thing. Yeah. And another guy is linked to. You know, an economic system again, and yeah. he happens to die in the same exact area. I'm not saying that again they're connected, or I'm not even saying that you know the Titanic was sunk for this one man, and that this submersible was sunk for this one man. Right. I just right. think it's interesting that 
they had these kind of ties. No, yeah, for sure. And then the definitely valid when the um, aviation guy he was huge in not only aviation. I watched. I looked at. Uh, I looked up his uh, other companies, and he's big on property. Uh, he was big on kind of new age science. So exactly what he was doing. He, like you said, was an explorer. So mm-hmm. he did a bunch of. Uh, You're talking about Hamish Hardy. Hamish Hardy. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, he did a bunch of exploring and things like that, and been to the poles, been he, up in space, now he, going to me. Down. He was basically. Um, like Howard Hughes, where okay, yeah. Howard Hughes was an aviation, you know, uh, tycoon who built Hughes Industry, and basically, the way I equate Howard Hughes uh, was basically Howard Stark and Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're very. I almost. I mean, I really do think he was based like off a of pioneer Howard Hughes. And all oh, of, of uh, everything. Well, yeah. everything. He was an inventor. He wasn't just aviation, though. That was his main love and similar to this guy this guy is aviation all the way he has uh he won you know man of aviation last year the year before uh like he's very respected in the community of aviation but again he's one of the richest people on earth mm-hmm. and you're in dubai where the because that's where he operates out of he doesn't operate out of uk where he was born and so what kind of dealing and at some point people are going to start looking into this and saying, well, what kind of deals have you been, have you, were you going to go through before, or I should say after this, this trip was this yeah. trip just as like a vacation before you went back home to work and you're doing all kinds of interesting things that would later play out into something bigger. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, I don't think that's. I think it's just these guys had the money. They wanted to go see the Titanic because who wouldn't? Mm-hmm. And they picked the wrong company. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Ugh, terrible. And even Hamish actually expressed some concern before prior to going down. He had reached out to one of his uh, really good friends. I believe he was part of NASA and said, you know, hey, we didn't get to go down yesterday. The waters aren't well. It's a big storm. Um, but we're, we're going to attempt tomorrow. Um so he'd already had a little bit of concern, but he was an explorer. He was ready to go and willing to go. You know, yeah. he did get in, but just very sad. Um, another interesting fact that we're just looking up. Jake sent me um, Stockton Rush, the CEO, the, the guy who was piloting Titan on its way down. His wife Wendy is related to the couple you might have seen on Titanic the movie. Yeah. So she is relatives to if you remember on the scene whenever the the um Titanic is going down there's an elderly couple that lay in their bed and just hold on to each other while their room starts to fill with water. Uh but she's related to them and I'm going to pull up their name so I don't butcher it. She um they were Isidore Strauss and his wife Ida. Ida. Um and they're two of the wealthiest people on board the Titanic. So mm-hmm. you would have seen them in the movie. If you've seen the movie Titanic, it's a great movie. Go watch it. Um, Braveheart's better. We should have won. <laughs> it's a crazy year for movies, right? 1997. <laughs> it was. Um, but yeah, so they're, they, you know, there's a little homage to them in the movie and she's actually Stockton's wife is related to them. Yep. 
great great granddaughter yeah just crazy how that tied in as well um all of it though in general just it's an it's an insane story insane the fact that how everything came to being is in itself wild well and then something that we haven't really touched on too is think of everything that's been going on that we didn't hear about yeah because of this because other things were going on in oh, yeah. I mean, the you news. Had, you had Biden's son, Hunter. He was um, basically found guilty of firearms charges and a few other things. I thought it was like that were Yeah, that were minor. Um, they were but like Wesley four. Snipes got like years of prison for. Yeah, and he's, he's not going to see a day yeah, in prison. Yeah, slap on the wrist. What was like and five years probation or something like that? If that, I mean, yeah. let's face it, he's going to get out on good behavior. I don't know why. Because well, he's not going to go to jail. Yeah. That's the thing is they're still going to give him. Yeah. It's insane. And, so and, all this, not saying like this story was or this happened to cover to up cover, or anything. No. But just, it was a very clever way to just brush. A lot of important news under the rug. Oh, yeah. Well, and what's interesting now is, um, okay, so the Navy story came out this morning uh, where the Navy did come out and say, we knew since Sunday that the submersible was, was toast. Yeah, imploded. And it imploded. And then right before we started recording, the Wagner group over in the U- U- uh, Ukraine who was essentially Russia's private military organization that they were used to um, do much of the fighting over there. They, as a whole, have pulled out of Ukraine for the most part under the the leadership of their um, commander. And their commander has basically said, you know what, I'm tired of fighting for the Russians because they don't care, or at least are the, the government of Russia, because they don't care of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just start a coup, replace them, and then we can go back and turn our attention back to Ukraine. So as we speak, there's tanks rolling in the streets of Russia. And right now, it's it's pretty limited to the south, uh, south southwest side of Russia. But, I mean, if it gets any traction, any traction whatsoever, because there's... There is growing animosity towards this war, not because of the fact that I think they think they're losing. I think it's because they're just tired of their sons and, and daughters being picked up out of nowhere and sent to yeah Ukraine. And so when you have the outlet that these guys are offering where they're like, hey, you know what? Just take back your country. I mean, we could literally see Russia implode by Sunday. Peace. Ugh. And been just insane, but yeah, there's all these crazy stories going on. But all we're talking about is a submarine, yeah, or a submersible. Which again, mean, it's it's news. Not to take away from anything that's happened, but there's so much that's keep going your eyes on. open because there's especially stuff about Biden's son like that. Look it up. Like oh, the yeah. charges that he has compared to other people, even celebrities have been accused of the same thing. Like this guy. What? And not only that, you have a laptop that has picture after picture. They basically like, you know, when you get onto your kid, it's like, okay, give me your iPad. Yeah. Yeah. I will keep it for one week. I wouldn't want to touch his iPad. No, I'm just saying. Like, no, no, I know. Go. But yeah, I know. no, it's, it's insane. So yeah. Yeah. Do you re- go out there and look? Cause it's insane what's going on other than also with this event at the same time, just yep. so happened to be, but yeah. And that's very the wild. Infor- that's the unfortunate thing about our, our media oh absolutely they pick and choose stories yeah because it's going to be the every story that happened there's no way to get any accurate information doesn't matter what side you're on or who like whether you like to watch msnbc 
Fox, Fox CBS, whatever yeah. it might be. You're not going to get the whole story from no. any one of them because they're all getting paid by massive people. Well, you look at um, – you brought up Fox and CNN. Um, there's a company called Black Blackwater or Black – I can't. Ooh, I, don't know. I always confuse our PMC, our private military. I think it's Blackwater. Let me look it up just so I make sure. But anyway, there's a company – that is an investing investing company, um, and essentially, like they do their own reporting. Like, so these guys will put will take money from certain aspect or certain sectors, and then funnel them to what they deem profitable sectors to be, and they do it on such a, a large scale that it influences whatever they put their money into. Um, and this group hmm. funds both the parent company, the CNN and the parent company to Fox as, oh. as well as pretty much every other news agency, um, entertainment agent. Like they, they donate their second donor for Disney. They're their second, uh, third donor for, uh, Facebook or meta now. Like, <laughs> right. Um, there's this group has their, if you look at their investing, um, their fingers and uh, the tentacles are everywhere. Yeah. And that's the thing is you're going to run into these. You you may think that you're getting straight news from the anchor, but the problem is the people who okay, what's being written. Yeah. I mean, it comes from the top. Their reaches, their reaches far. And it's three or four companies that you, when you get down to the, uh, to the, nitty gritty of who's investing in these major industries it's three or four companies we have monopoly laws for a reason and yet they're not being used because if they were these three or four companies wouldn't have nearly the power that they do or the profits yeah yeah exactly i need to get the name real quick but yeah so i hope you guys have like looked out i know jake's gonna get that information but look into some of this story it's extremely tragic what's gone on and you know, like we said, condolences to the families and everything. And yeah, Blackwater is the private military group. That's what I thought. Blackwater. Black. Sorry. Oh, Blackwater. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So check out Blackwater. Um, maybe we'll cover it. That'd actually be really cool, um, especially if they're dipping in both sides. Um, but yeah, so incredible story, tragic ending. Yeah, I think it's Blackstone. Blackstone or Blackwater? Blackstone. Okay. Blackwater is the private military organization. Blackstone is not. Right now, its total equity is $9.423 billion. Okay. okay. And its assets are $41 billion. Makes sense. They own more than what they're out telling. But, yeah. That's what I'm telling you. So, um, but, yeah. Just to wrap this up, incredible story, tragic ending. It really is. Terrible. I um, was hoping the Coast Guard could do something yeah. for them. Yeah, it's just it's just sad all around. It's it's yeah. really something to look at and uh, observe because stuff like this doesn't happen often, and it's worth noting, you know, the lives of the people who were there because they're important Definitely. and they mean something to people. Um, but I hope you guys have liked it. Glad we're back. Hopefully, we get back to regular schedules next week. No kidding. Before I we mean, start we taking keep, more breaks, we keep promising. Oh, don't worry. Next week we'll be here. Hopefully, regular time. Uh, like, let's see. Tonight's Friday. It's like almost eleven thirty. So yeah, you know what? Let's uh, same time, same place next week. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> there we go. It's on the schedule. Um, but check us out on social media: Twitter and Instagram. Two Dads at Night Podcast. 
Uh, send us listener mail to two dads at night at gmail.com. We have merch on the Twitter and Instagram. You can check out different types of shirts and hoodies and phone cases, phone cases, coffee mugs, puzzles, raincoats, you name it. It's might not be on there totally, but yeah. we'll get it all figured out. Um, but this has been a great episode. It's always fun to get back in here talking, especially when it's a current event. I think that's something we should always look into, but obviously we're going to go back to our series too as well. We got too much to talk about. We do. Uh, because we're dads. what we do. We ramble. Um, but oh, I, oh, real quick. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I found out today that French fries are not from France. That's true. <clears throat> They're That's made true. in Greece. And with that, we <laughs> sign off. For Two Dads Tonight, I'm Caleb. I'm Jake. See ya. <laughs>